Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Looks like we are live. Matthew Francis, how you going, dude? Fantastic. Good, uh, good week. And yourself? Yep, you know the rules. Every day is a good day, so uh, can't complain. We've got our virtual summit going live tomorrow for all of our members around the yeah. world. Uh, How good will that be? It's going to be good fun. Uh, Profit levers and time multipliers is the title. But uh, the thing, a couple of things that I'm most looking forward to, we're doing a materials delay and price rises panel with um, four pretty cool guests. So we've got Russell Clark from License Renovations, an absolute legend in the renovation space, uh, who will be unpacking stuff uh, with all our members around that topic. I was joined by the one and only Marty Amos as well, obviously, founder of Professional Builder here. Uh, we've got Zane Beckett from ZB Homes, winner of the uh, Deloitte Fast 50, New Zealand's fastest growing company. First time a construction company's uh, won that uh, in 2017. And then uh, Chris Fairburn as well, who heads up uh, Placemakers Director there or uh, sorry i'm not sure if it's exact title might not be a director but um one of the big shots there at placemakers and full of industry insight and knowledge particularly around the material stuff local local merchant here so uh yeah yeah awesome, awesome. well what are we covering today man we are covering all things uh hiring so one of the big questions we get all the time is can't find good guys. How do I hire? Holy shit. I either got no applicants or I got a ridiculous truckload of applicants. I'm, I'm drowning right now. Uh, you just don't know if they're any good until they started all these things. And look, there's no one solution, but we're going to unpack what we call our ABH framework, always be hiring framework. Uh, and we're going to provide for you just a couple of key insights uh, across it because it's, it's so broad and it's really deep. It actually takes us with our members anywhere from, uh, Realistically, if you're really motivated, like 15 days, right through to sort of 65, uh, if you're a little bit slower working with our team to implement this entire full scope thing. Uh, but with today, we're going to break it down for you, literally see a little bit behind the curtain, because in all honesty, uh, last couple of weeks, uh, we've been working on this a lot with a bunch of members. So should we jump right into it? Yeah, let's do it. It's definitely something uh, we, we hear a lot. So excited to uh, see it in full. 100%. And... Um, you know, as we go through this, make sure uh, you guys, if you're watching from home, uh, either post in your questions or hit us with uh, your favorite emoji or the emoji that's at the top of your uh, previously used. If you're watching with us or at least post us in a question or even say like, who is the next person you're hiring? And we can unpack this with you together now. So I'm going to jump right into it. The big goal of... Uh, the big goal of when we're hiring people is getting them to free up your time and uh, help you build two budget, two timeline, uh, and uh, make sure they can come in and help you as best as possible. So that's the goal, okay? Uh, that's up here. That's kind of uh, the moon in my yep. uh, little sketch here. We've got the rocket heading there, okay? And, uh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm not a, an architect, but I am a beautiful artist. So please... Be gentle with me. Uh, so to get from the launch pad of uh, nobody in that role to placing somebody so that they can be achieving their goals, winning for you, uh, hitting timelines, budgets, 
milestones, uh, whether that be in the office or on site. There are three big things that could go wrong and often do and that we need to approach and take care of, okay? So those three things look like this. This is the attraction phase. This is making sure that we are fishing for the right people, that we have a clear job ad, and that we're using our 51-point checklist to differentiate ourselves from all the other job ads out there so that we're not just competing on market salary or paying above that to attract the best people, okay? Just like when you're marketing for jobs, you wanna be competing on things other than price, right? Your team, your specialty, your expertise, your process, previous projects that you've done, we're just talking about price, then they're gonna make a decision on price. If we're educating the prospect and all these other things, they gotta more of a, more variables to make that decision. And that's kind of what we need to do in the attraction phase. A lot of people get this wrong, okay? And when you do get it wrong, all right, there is often no to low volume, okay? So not enough people applying for the job or there's low quality. You get shitty people applying. We've all been Not there. Not what we want. Yeah. So it's sort of no. like standing out from the uh, standing out from the crowd, right? Exactly. And also um, being very clear about who you do want and very clear about who you don't want. There's a couple of really key things in the job ad uh, template that you should swipe and deploy if you're looking to hire. Because if you get this part wrong, then the quality well shit runs downhill, right? <laughs> so yeah. the quality for the rest of your hiring process is uh, is going to be pretty mediocre and that's not what we want. We want to improve the process at the earliest point so that just like quality assurance, you're not getting to the end and then realizing that you're comparing two mediocre players against one another. We want to improve the quality right at the very beginning rather than ripping all the floorboards back up because we made a mistake with the with the pre-line or anything like that. Awesome. Okay. So the next part is the hiring phase. Like you've got some applicants, we actually need to hire them now. And when we're uh, unpacking this part, okay, we're really looking at your process and putting people through pressure, okay? So when we're talking about process, we're talking about like qualifying questions, uh, we're talking about scripts, particularly also through like reference, and we're also looking at the offer and how you present that to them, okay? Yep. Rather than just going like, hey man, you seem great. Let's uh, let's get you started and let's give you 45 an hour, 55 an hour, like whatever an hour. It doesn't actually matter, but let's not do that. We need to make sure we present it properly. Just like when you're presenting a quote, you're not presenting four pages of numbers because then they're going to go like, well, this line item seems a bit expensive. I know my mate uh, or my uncle's friend's second cousin's auntie owns a flooring company. They might be able to do it cheaper. That's, yeah. that's not, not what we want. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And especially now with, uh, you know, so much competition in the market, right? It's probably even more important to make sure your offer stands out. 100%. Because if you don't get these things right, you don't get this phase correct, then there is often no, no fit. Okay. So you're actually not a fit or you don't recognize that until it's too late. And you're like three or four weeks in, you're like, oh, man, we, uh, we have stuffed up. To put it politely. Uh, and there's also at this point, what's really key that a lot of people don't consider is no collaboration. 
What does that mean? So what that means is most people come into the offer part and uh, into trying to hire people from a negotiation standpoint. Trying to negotiate you down, trying to get you on the cheapest rate. You as maybe the carpenter, the office manager, the project manager, the uh, qualified guy, the chippy, the estimator, the whoever, right, that I might be looking for is trying to negotiate me up, trying to get the best possible package, okay? Yep. When really the conversation needs to be around collaboration. We need to ship 10 homes a year, 25 homes a year. We need to manage, uh, you to manage an entire site, full scope, be checking in daily, be updating the project management software. We need to collaborate together and we need to make sure that we got the best fit for each other. When there's none of these four key things that I've listed here and there's no uh, focus or attention on the hiring phase, okay, there is no collaboration and it's usually going to flow downhill to it not being a good fit. Does that make a bit more sense? Yeah, I guess it's sort of expectations, right? You set those expectations for the candidate in that stage. It absolutely bang on, okay? Uh, and that also then needs to flow through to this part here, which is the onboarding phase. So the onboarding phase is all about how do we get them kickstarted and winning as fast as possible, right? Yep. And then how do we train to retain, all right? So when we're looking at this part, we're typically looking at your one-on-ones, we're typically looking at your scorecards, we're looking at your scope of responsibility, and we're looking at what we call the perfect week, okay? Now, when this isn't done correctly, I'm running out of space here on my whiteboard. When this, I'm gonna go up here. When this isn't done correctly, we have no accountability, okay? And we also have no progress, okay? So people aren't held accountable to what they need to be getting done, what your expectations were. And when expectations aren't met, that leads to anger, right? And yep. frustration. So there's no accountability and there's also no progress. And what I mean by that is full scope, like no career progression. They're not gonna go from apprentice to qualified, to qualified to foreman, foreman to project manager, or from any of those points up one level, okay? Uh, and there's also just no progress in the day-to-day, -day. they're not taking on any more responsibility, not taking in, uh, improving their skills or anything like that, okay? There's no progress for them as well. And that's where you're like, well, oh, fuck, I've got this like B-grade guy who's like fine, but it's kind of like death by a thousand paper cuts. One week he's excellent, the other week he's a, a, yeah. a D or a C minus. Right? I, I think that's such a big, uh, you know, part of what a lot of uh, building company owners miss is, you know, assuming that because someone has the, skills as a carpenter or uh you know as a foreman that they're just gonna instantly slot into the business and uh you know start doing a great job and start you know buying back all the time of the uh of the owner but you know every business is different and, and operates differently and does different types of jobs and you know that onboarding is really about you know getting them sort of hooked into that that new process right yeah 100 percent. so this little rocket so the rocket's heading to the moon, okay? Moon. Uh, we're going to the moon, very, uh, very apt. Um, and this is the NASA version, okay? This is literally still the 30,000 foot little sketch. There are 
lots of nuances, lots of checklists, lots of really key little things that you need to get right at every single one of these stages. And within each of these stages is often three or four other te uh, checklist templates or how to's, right? Mm -hmm. But if we're chunking right up, this is the launch sequence. This is the flight path that you can non-negotiably not attack. You can non-negotiably not take off and take care of your attraction phase, your hiring phase, your onboarding phase. Because if you fail on any one of these three, you've got a two-legged stool and it's going to be an absolute shit show, right? Speed wobbles. What's that? I said you'll get the speed wobbles. 100%. You get the speed wobbles too, right? Like uh, there's there's a rocking chair, they're good, but they're not two-legged or one-legged, right? Yep. One-legged and two-legged stools are not rocking chairs. They're accidents waiting to happen. And you fall, you're, you're never going to raise to the level of your hustle and motivation. It's not sustainable. And that's often what people do when they're trying to hire. They're doing it reactively rather than proactively. They're hustling and being motivated to uh, plug the bleeding neck or find somebody quickly, okay? Yeah. So true. That's such a it's such a sort of uh, sporadic thing because you can be fine for a year. You know, your guys are staying there. You're in a good place, and then all of a sudden, one guy ups and decides to start his own business or moves uh, states with his family, uh, and then all of a sudden, you're in a position where you're having to do something that maybe you haven't thought about for for twelve months, um, and then you're trying to remember where did I leave that? <laughs> Where's what's the login to the uh, local you know job? Ad website that I use, you know. So I think having having a process and a system to follow makes it all a lot easier and easy to replicate as well, right? One hundred percent. So there's a lot of questions that are going on at the moment. We're actually going to address these tomorrow in our summit, particularly on our panel around material delays and price rises. A lot of questions around things like what's the organizer? I'm reading this one from our Facebook community right now, and we're going to address it tomorrow, right? So this is from a member. In, uh, in Melbourne, organizational structure is something I struggle with, particularly trying to grow the team whilst there are so many delays on materials, making it hard to forecast work with any accuracy. Like, yeah, 100%. Bang on. Yeah, bang on the money. And this is not a direct solution, but this is one of the areas that you need to dial in and get right so that when you go through periods of change or pressure comes on, you fall to the level of your system this thing here, you don't rise to the level of your motivation or your hustle. Okay. Yeah, awesome. What do we, uh, what are we hooking the uh, people up with today as well? Yep. So there are, <laughs> there are heaps of things in here, but the best thing that we can hook you up with straight away, it's going to have immediate uh, uh, help for you is going to be this stuff down here and the, Oh, that's not the one uh, I want my nice sexy little highlighter is this stuff down here. Okay. So that you're able to go fishing in the right ponds for the right kind of people so that you don't get low quality people, so that you, we're also going to hook you up with uh, the stuff down here so that you're able to get uh, higher volume of applicants because everybody looks good in isolation. You need a good volume of people just like you need a good volume of leads. So you know what a good lead looks like, a good applicant looks like. Everybody looks good in isolation. You need a, need a yardstick. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, every, everyone's going to be like, oh, fantastic. He says he can do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one guy, the one guy's the answer. That's never yeah. the answer. That's, that's not, that's <laughs> not true. So we want to get you hooked up with the stuff in the attraction phase so that you can get a higher volume of applicants and a higher quality of people. 
Okay, so type in below attract. Okay, or message us attract and we will hook you up with the uh, stuff to yeah, attract you higher quality applicants and a higher volume of those applicants as well with things like where to go fishing for them, what your job ad should look like include and exclude. Okay, what your 51 points of differentiation can be so that you can pick and choose one or two of those things to really call out. So you're not just competing on, on paying above or at market rates. You're also competing on your culture, your team, your quality of work, your career progression, all these other things that go into it. It's 51 points. I'm not going to list them all. Yeah, okay, yeah. Hopefully that's helpful. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, uh, looking forward to seeing the, uh, the team tackle this in the summit tomorrow. Hard out. Hard out. I can't wait. Summit's always good fun. We've also got our... Um, Member of the quarter, Mr. Todd Flashman, who will be uh, running us through some behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. yeah, we've uh, we've also got Marty going through a 24, 24 point fast growth checklist with everybody. Uh, we're going to be going through um, uh, two minute tactics. We're going to be going through uh, masterminding sessions. There's going to be a couple of other guests as well, and uh, we can't wait. Corridor conversations are always my favorite, also. So here's your success. Absolutely. We might see you on the line tomorrow. If not. Take care. Attraction below. And uh, Matthew, is there anything you want to leave everybody with? No, no, definitely. I think we covered it all today. I think you've got to have a, uh, you know, it makes sense when you look at it from having a process. That's the best way to get the right kind of people. It is difficult at the moment. Like it's, it's hard everywhere. You know, there's low, big macroeconomic things happening with, un with employment and everything. So, you know, there are headwinds, but, you know, being at the top of the uh, pile is definitely where you want to be. You don't want to be, uh, you don't want to have the worst attraction process in the market. Otherwise you're going to get poor candidates. 100%. Just, just really quickly on that. Like, you know, there's always going to be things working against you. And like uh, the definition of recession is dropped by 30%, right? Which basically means the bottom 30% of the market or the least resilient 30% of people. Mm -hmm. You don't even want to be in the middle 50% of people. If you're watching this, if you're serious, you're probably aiming for the top 10 to 5% of humans out there, right? Because you're clearly motivated to systemize your business or improve your situation. Most likely move from hopefully not that bottom 30% because if that's where you are, you need to get out of there immediately, but probably more that middle 50% getting into the top 20 to 10% of people. And that's what putting clear systems in place, building resilience amongst your team, making sure that the, you don't just uh, die by the power of one, okay? But you've got good processes. Uh, that is all about. So, cool. Well, let's wrap it up there. Take care, dude. I'll see you see later. You guys. Soon.